Thanks for joining me here on Conversations for Yoga Teachers. I'm your host, Karen Fabian, the founder of Bare Bones Yoga. I'm an experienced registered yoga teacher with over 15 years of teaching experience, a certified personal trainer, and an entrepreneur. My mission is this, to help you develop into a purpose-driven, confident yoga teacher, one who truly understands anatomy and how to share it clearly and confidently so that you can help your students learn and as a result, grow your impact and connection. I strongly support and value the uniqueness of all individuals and provide a safe community where diversity is embraced. Through my mentorship and signature program called the Blueprint Learning Program, I help yoga teachers build their skills in the area of learning anatomy, and along with that, help them learn important business skills and personal development ways of being that will transform them into purpose-driven teachers who make a big impact. On the podcast here, you'll get a blend of both anatomy learning, stories from teachers, interviews with others in the field, and a dose of personal development. For more information and to get on the wait list for any of my programs, see my website, barebonesyoga.com. My name is Karen Fabian, and I am your host, and this is a special additional episode. I am recording this on Wednesday, uh, May, I forgot what month it was, May 18th, 2022. If you're a regular listener to the show, you know I always post on Mondays. This week, I'm doing a special episode here on Wednesday midweek. So I wanted to touch base on a couple of things. And also a listener request came in for a topic. Shout out to Linda. So I wanted to speak to that topic because it's a really good one. And I didn't want to forget next week to cover it. So keep in mind, if you are listening and you've got a request for a particular topic to be discussed, Definitely send me a DM on Instagram or an email to Karen at barebonesyoga.com. And I love integrating topics into the show that cover things that you want to hear about specifically. So definitely don't be shy, do that. So I wanted to start out this episode by letting you know, you know, if you're out there and you're teaching and you're using cues and you're not exactly sure of the anatomy behind it, I've got you covered because next week I'm going to be hosting a workshop and I'm actually offering it three different times on three different days. And the reason I'm doing it is because in that format is because one of the most common things I get when I post about a new workshop is, will there be a replay? And as much as, yes, of course, there, there will be a replay, uh, I really want you there live because I know in my experience as a learner, being there live is the best thing. I know in your experience, learning anything, being there live is the best format. So I am offering three different sessions of this workshop one on Tuesday, one on Wednesday, and one on Thursday. And for the times and the dates specifically, it's it's next week. So I'm recording this on the 18th. So the dates of the event is the 24th, 25th, and 26th of May. And each day it's going to be presented at a different time. The first day at 10, the second day at 6 uh, p.m. Eastern, and the last day at noon. So I'm hoping to cover 
just about anyone who wants to come, hopefully with a time that will allow them to be there live. So what are you gonna get when you come to this workshop? You're going to get a 30 minute practice chock full of anatomy-based cues, and then a 30-minute conversation after that I'll lead, which will be about uncovering the anatomy behind the cues. This is really sort of a not typically done format for a workshop. However, it's such a powerful one because you'll experience the anatomy-based uh, cue in your own practice when you're on the mat, and then you'll have the ability to sort of step off the mat, put on your yoga teacher hat and hear about the anatomy behind it and start to ask questions, which is another reason why I want you there live. So it's a really interactive and fun workshop, plus you get to practice. So you get your yoga practice in for the day. Now, of course, if you're gonna be in a location where you can't do the practice part, that's okay. It's still uh, helpful to be there live, to watch the practice part, to listen for the cues. You know, quite honestly, if you can't do the practice, you could certainly take notes. And as you're listening to the practice, you could jot down what the anatomy cues are and see how many you can catch because some of them are kind of subtle. So to sign up for it, all you need to do is see my Instagram every day or the easier way is go to my website, barebonesyoga.com, go to the events page and you'll see the signup is there. The cool thing about the signup page this time is I made it super easy to register right on the Zoom link. I'm not gonna make you go to a registration signup page and then have to remember to sign up on Zoom. I cut out that middleman step and on the registration page, the link takes you right to Zoom. So you'll get reminders from Zoom so you don't forget and you'll just have one easy step to sign up for the event. So that's the deal. Um, Barebonesyoga.com events page, takes you right to the page where you can pick the time that works for you. And you know, hey, if you wanna to come to all three or you wanna to come to two, that's fine as well. So you've got options. So now that I've mentioned that, I want to also let you know, uh, if you listen to last, uh, I was gonna say last week, if you listen to Monday's episode, I gave you a quiz, a 20 question anatomy quiz, and I'm dying to know how you did. So far, I haven't gotten any emails from anybody that they got 17 or better out of 20. So I'm guessing uh, no one's getting that many questions right, which is okay. Um, however, I'd love to get any kind of feedback. So if you haven't listened to Monday's episode, take a listen to that because it's got a 20 question anatomy quiz in it. And quizzes are fun. Quizzes are a way to test your knowledge, right? Better to test your knowledge in this kind of scenario than to be standing in front of your class sharing anatomy-based cues and that thought in your head like, is this right? Are we really strengthening our abs and up dog? Gee, I'm not really sure, but somebody on YouTube said that. So she must know what she's talking about, right? That's not gonna be you, right? You're not gonna be that teacher. <laughs> so let me know how you're doing with the quiz. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to that episode and take, take the anatomy quiz. And then the last thing I wanna mention before we talk about the, uh, the topic for today is I did a really fun 
episode uh, on IG Live today with a colleague, a yoga teacher, Gabby DeLorenz, and I believe she's in Nashville. She and I, she's been on the podcast before. You might've heard her episode with me uh, over a year ago. She's a yoga teacher, a personal trainer. Um, she has her master's in biomechanics, super smart, and also is an intuitive healer. So she is someone, I believe that's the, um, the way she describes additional services that she and work she does with people. She uh, has a very um, honed in area of expertise around the emotional body and the somatic nature of things. And really uh, in her work with students one-on-one -on -one, helps them process emotional trauma and its relationship to sensations they are having in their body. So this is a really interesting way to look at the study of anatomy and movement. Now, we didn't get into all that on the IG Live. We did a short focused IG Live video that you might be interested in if you wanna know stuff about the sacroiliac sacro joint. And I bet you do, because if you're like a lot of the teachers I talk to, they're always asking questions about the SI joint. And we had a really short and focused conversation about back bends about hip positioning and back bends, about the sacral positioning and back bends, what facilitates back bends, what gets in the way of back bends. So to watch that, it's always available. There's no time uh, of, of expiration. Just go to my Instagram, go to the live tab, and the video is there. If you have any uh, problem finding it, just send me a direct message on Instagram and I'll let you know how to get to it. So for today, what I wanted to do is have a conversation about teaching on Zoom. And when I say Zoom, it really could be any platform, but it seems like Zoom is the most common place that people are teaching when it comes to online classes. And the, the question I got was, you know, hey, let's talk about teaching on Zoom because, you know, I'm at the point where as a teacher, I'm going to be adding Zoom classes, virtual classes to my schedule. So number one, if that's you, if you're out there and you're at the point where you're going to start adding virtual classes to your schedule, that is fantastic because it's never too late to start. It's never too early to start. It's always the right time to start offering virtual classes. And this was not always the case. And for those of you out there who are saying people are sick of taking yoga online, no, they're not. <laughs> you may be sick of it, and that's a different conversation, um, but people are not sick of taking class online. In fact, you know, for most of the people that I talk to about this, they love having the option. I think the challenge for people is the same challenge that everybody has about anything that they want to do, especially if it's about their health and wellness, and that is the age old thing that people say, what do you think that is? I don't have the time. Whether or not that's actually true is a different conversation we're not gonna get into. <laughs> um, I think though what it does highlight is an opportunity for us as yoga teachers to meet people where they're at, to meet people where they're at and to anticipate that that is a barrier for people. You know, before COVID, when we didn't regularly teach online, the barrier for people was huge. If they had any resistance to go into class, 
they had to push through that resistance to the point where it allowed them to get up off their seat, get in their car or walk down the street, go to a studio, deal with the person at the front desk, rent whatever they needed to rent or bring stuff from home, take the class, leave the class, get back in the car. I mean, honestly, a lot of friction, right? If you think of like frictionless consumer experience as being the ultimate and Amazon has pretty much nailed that process down. I mean, at this point you can practically order from Amazon in your sleep. Uh, matter of fact, they have that, right? Cause you can have recurring orders and you don't even have to physically do them. They just automatically get placed. That's frictionless. There's no way we can make taking a yoga class completely frictionless because hello, the person still needs to do it. However, we can do a lot to make the process of getting onto the yoga mat super easy. And so when you're teaching an online class, know that that's what you're doing. You're offering people a really easy way to practice yoga. And another aspect of that that you can add is make the class 30 minutes, maybe 45 minutes. Every once in a while, sure, do a special thing on the weekends, make it an hour, make it 90 minutes, make it an hour with a 10 minute meditation at the end or a 10 minute shavasana or whatever. Make those things, in my opinion, special scenarios. Make the regular thing really short. And I'm not gonna hunt, going to really dive into the pricing at this point. If you're looking at your teaching online as part of your weekly class roster to generate revenue, then yes, you should charge. And how you do that and what you charge, again, different conversation we're not going to get into here. However, if you have the ability to make some or all of your classes free, you can use it as a way to develop relationships with people and feed them into other programs that you have that are paid. Paid, paid offerings. So again, don't discount the value of teaching free classes. And especially if you're out there and you're a new yoga teacher, you need experience more than anything. So 30 minute free classes, which is what I do, um, is a great way to make it frictionless and easy for people to show up. It's free, it's 30 minutes, really an easy ask for people and it will allow you to you know start to build up some experience as a teacher and experience specifically with teaching online which is a little different than teaching in person you as a teacher a lot of the same skills but some of the semantics are a little different because obviously you're dealing with tech right technology computer things like that so the first thing i want to say in general, in terms of guidelines. Again, this is all from my experience, all from my perspective. I definitely wanna hear from you. So if any of you listening have different thoughts on any of these topics, send me a DM. I'll follow up in a future podcast on Monday, the next episode with your feedback. So number one, I would say have no expectations. You know, kind of sort of don't expect people to show up and be happy if one person shows up. That's sort of the mindset I have when I teach my online class. I sort of don't expect anybody to show up. And even if one person shows up, I'm, ha I'm really happy about that. And so have no expectations. And at the same time, 
have expectations, right? Meaning don't show up in your pajamas, show up as if there's going to be a hundred people there and be prepared and be consistent. Consistency is part of building good habits and consistency in showing up will show your audience, whether or not they show up consistently, that you're going to show up consistently. And that makes a huge difference, building the habit. The second thing is look for ways that you can face the camera. So stand sideways on your mat if your mat is placed sideways to the camera. If you're doing a demo of something, face the camera as much as you can. The next thing is encourage your students to turn on their cameras, but don't worry if they don't. You can always say, hey, if you feel comfortable, turn on your camera. Sometimes I say that and people automatically do it. And I wonder, gee, if I didn't say that, would they not have turned on their camera? Because it's always nice when you can see them and they can see you. The next thing is use really simple cues. Use action cues. Yes, of course, especially someone like myself who loves anatomy-based cueing, I do kind of lean in that direction. However, just know that there's an additional layer of translation this is all going through because you're not in the same room with the person. So the simpler you can make your languaging, the better it's going to translate over the airwaves. Um, the next thing is one of my ongoing mantras, which is less practice from you, more cueing and more just front facing of the camera. So that is making it easier for them to hear you, easier for them to see you, and you're not having your voice interrupted by the fact that you're moving around on the mat, which especially if you're wearing a mic, which I don't recommend, um, can be really problematic from an audio perspective. Uh, I already talked about the length of the class, 30 minutes is a-okay, I've had, lots of positive comments in my classes at the end about how amazing people were just amazed by the fact that it was just 30 minutes and it still was totally enough time. Um, I would also start with small marketing efforts to get the word out about your classes. So use your social media platforms, use your personal email list, use your voice, tell people about it when you go out to dinner with friends or you're at the barbecue down the street or you're talking to your neighbors have your business card, give your business card out, make sure your website has your classes listed so it's a really easy place for people to go to find out about them. If you don't have a website, just put it on your Facebook page. If you don't have a Facebook page, put it on your Instagram. If you don't have an Instagram, have people give you their email address and just start a manual list of people that you're gonna email every week with your schedule. So just do little things to get the word out about your classes. Um, I already talked about consistently showing up. That is the most important thing. And then the last thing is be prepared to hang out for a few minutes after. I've actually had more interactions in the six months I've been teaching online with students than I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say more. However, I guess what I would say is I've been really surprised by how many conversations I've had with students after class in the online space, I almost sort of feel like people are more inclined to chat after than hang around after class when you're in person because they've got places to go, things to do and all that stuff. So be prepared to sort of hang out afterwards um, and chat with people and offer them the opportunity. Hey, if you have a question, unmute yourself. If you set the Zoom up as a mute only when they come in, unmute yourself, ask away, you know, that kind of thing. So encourage them to ask questions. 
end your class with when the next class will be, um, end your class maybe with a suggestion about if you have any comments or feedback or you want to make a suggestion for a particular class theme, let me know. Those are nice ways to kind of end your class. And um, if you have anything you are promoting, you can certainly let people know if you're doing a workshop or anything along those lines, you can let people know about that at the end as well. So those are just lots of different tips about getting started on Zoom. I hope this has been helpful. I'd love to hear from you to see what you, you know, think about this, if you found this helpful. And also just to close out this mini midweek episode, please, please do not forget, set a reminder on your phone, next week, pick your day to come to the workshop. I know this is going to be just a fun experience. If you're listening to this and you're a yoga teacher, um, getting the practice in, talking about the anatomy, getting to know more about the anatomy behind the cues. And when you do show up live, there's a huge incentive because during the workshop, if you have questions on anatomy, I'm gonna share with you at the end how you can just knock those out of the park, get those questions answered, get yourself in a position where your teaching is powerful, filled with confidence, you're connecting with your students. All of that is grounded in having a good, good, understanding of movement and to understand movement you've got to understand anatomy so i'll be sharing at the end of the workshop a huge incentive to enroll in my program which will give you all the support you need so that you can easily understand human movement and anatomy and be able to just transform into a powerful teacher so go to the website barebonesyoga.com go to the events page you'll see the sign up for the workshop pick the session that works for you. I cannot wait to see you there live and sort of in person. And thank you so much for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode of Conversations for Yoga Teachers. Namaste. Hi, everybody. Thank you so much for listening to that episode. Before you go, I want to let you know about a new mini course I just created as of October 2021. It's called the Yoga Anatomy Blueprint Learning Program mini course. It's essentially an introductory version to my signature program that teaches you anatomy so that you grow your confidence in sharing cues and sequences and in all those conversations you have with your students. If you're like some of the yoga teachers I speak to, you might feel as if you don't have the time to do my full program. That's one of the main reasons I created this mini course, which will give you all the same steps in my signature blueprint approach to teaching you anatomy and will allow you to complete it in much less time. There are 10 modules each of about 10 minutes each, and the entire program walks you through mini lessons from the larger program. You'll leave with specific new skills that you can start to use right away. You may also leave with a keen interest in enrolling in the larger program because your curiosity and confidence have been stoked. For you, the podcast listener, I'm offering $5 off the purchase price of the mini program, which is just priced at $27, so the cost will go down to $22 for you. Once you complete the mini course, you'll see in the next step section how to get a $50 credit to put towards the larger program should you decide to invest in that in the future. 
To purchase the mini program, visit my website at barebonesyoga.com, click the link for online courses and select the mini course link. When you check out before you enter your credit card, enter the code podcast and you will receive the $5 off. I hope you enjoy the program. I hope it stokes your curiosity and builds your confidence. Namaste.